that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What's your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Thracian? Thraxan? Thraxus. They're like a, a people. Is it? Th- yeah, they're from like Thrice or something. That's <laughs> right. That is, this, so this is the... Uh, <laughs> Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. We're actually a <laughs> were you, history podcast. <laughs> Wait, were you were you reading that off of a cue card? <laughs> you're like you're like this is the and you had to squint and like look real close. Like <laughs> they always forget what podcast we are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. We yeah we're running so many yeah. different podcasts. Yeah, I don't right even now. know half the time. This is not our history podcast. So check it <laughs> yeah. at the door, bud. Right. No, we're talking film. I know nothing about history. No. Let's do it. Not much. Uh, this, so, <laughs> this is a little bit of a, uh, a weird choice, I think, in the middle of these. So, we're watching Blockbusters. <laughs> we watched yeah. Star Wars last week. Makes sense. Next week, uh, we're probably watching, um, just spoiler alert, probably watching Lord of the Rings. And then, yeah. this week, we watched, though, we watched 1960 Spartacus, which was a big deal I, at the time. I think it, and- and that's what's cool. I'm, I'm. It's fun to do a movie uh, from a time period that didn't like blockbusters didn't exist. Movies yeah. were still movies are still more sought after, like as an event. What's you interesting? Would, yeah, it's you true. Would go this, in this, the evening. The sixties was definitely like, like the age. The fifties and uh, late fifties, early sixties was like the age of the epic. You right. know, so it's which I actually which is like sets well, up. I'm, let's yeah yeah, yeah. well. We'll kind of get into it because it's like epics have been around forever since the oh, dawn yeah. of film. They've well, been it's because as soon as three they, hours plus, yeah, but like huge but, historical sweeping, right. like but it's like ever since man was, dreamt of cinema that right. they're gonna want to be like fuck yeah, I want to make and I can finally tell this story and have this huge fucking battle and all this, you know what I mean? And they have well, yeah. that's why all the best ones come from that era, though, is because I think it finally started to come. That's the golden age of the epic for me. Um, no, and I, I, I agree. It's when every studio was trying to make their own epic. All so right. this is, yeah. So those so of you who have no idea what we're talking about, because I, I was talking to my mom, and I said, yeah, this week's movie Spartacus, and she's like, oh, I love that movie. And I was like, what? And me, yeah. me and my wife were like, I guarantee you, you've never seen Spartacus. And she's like, yeah, he kicks him in the hole. Uh, and then she's thinking <laughs> of 300. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> This is Spartacus. Yeah, this <laughs> is what is what they yell. I am Spartacus. Um, yeah. Anyway, so okay. Jordan's got a synopsis for you for those of you who are not familiar with this story of Spartacus, which is a true story. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, sure. it's based on a true it's, story. I mean, supposedly. It's, right, right, right. It's like, it's like the the novel was written based by a historian, on, based on a true, and it's it's based on like possibly a, like true a, legend type. What we, a legend, right? A legend's a good term for it, myth kind of. But it's like it's based on like it's based on like historically in Rome there was a you know like a slave, a, man, a, place, a slave, a placeholder, <laughs> right? A placeholder named Spartacus that represented like 
a slave army uprising. So is this the you know, like, proto story like, of Jesus? Did they just rip it off? I know. Fucking Christians. Dude, uh, I'm sorry. Cut well, that. this is this came. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Yeah, what yeah. podcast all am our, I on? For, for all our yeah fundies out there, we uh, we we love Christ. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> love pra- praise be. So yeah, praise be to him. Uh, praise be to the oysters and the snails. Yep. But uh, this like this apparently takes place before. It Christianity does. It was does. big, which is you know Roman. I'm like, yeah, we really are not historians at this all. Like fi- I'm like, this is like you, this is like 50 BC uh, yeah. or something, right? I swear to God, it was right. like they. I don't know. The, it's like a hundred years before the rise of Christianity. So, right, exactly. It's BC again. So, we're we're huge so historians. We <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna BC I'm means me uh, before Christ, I think. Yeah, yeah. Before Captain Crunch. <laughs> That's uh, right. This is the funniest thing, dude. So Turner Classic Movies, we're just, I'm, we're getting into it. Yeah. Turner, Turner Classic Movies, they love playing. This is, this is their bread and butter right here. That, know, makes, old that makes sense, yeah. And on their page, if you Google Turner Classic Movie and you go to their synopsis for this movie, it says, the slaves of ancient Rome revolt and are quashed. <laughs> Shut up. It's one sentence? That's it. That's it. It's one a three, sentence. A three and a half hour long <laughs> I, epic. Yeah. And it's like on Turner Classic is like that. That's like this is their thing. So they that's do, their thing. and they have they have like better synopsis for other things. And I was like, I'm like, is this just? It's in like, like, even the overview, it it barely talks about anything. I'm just like, what is going on? Anyways, I was I thought that was comical because that totally sums up this whole thing. And then I'm gonna yeah. read you uh, like three sentences that kind of sum things up. Because we're just going to talk about Dude, that's almost a sentence per hour. All right, go on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The slave Spartacus survives brutal training as a gladiator and leads a violent revolt against the decadent Roman Republic as the ambitious... uh, How do you say his name again? Uh, Crassus seeks to gain power by crushing Spartacus's uprising. There you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot more. There's a lot more nuance. There is. I think. It, I think it opens. I think there's the a, movie there's opens. a fair amount of political intrigue because honestly, this seems like there. There's a lot more right. moving pieces. To well, dude, what, what really, was his name? Carassus. Carassus. Yeah. There's a lot more uh, moving pieces to his story and his arc, whereas like Spartacus's side of the story is, is very straightforward. Um, yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think he like. I think he's a dynamic character. I really enjoyed the fact that they like, they call him like soft and um, like a coward. I, they use like they use very like yeah. very like demeaning terms for him, but he like wears it with pride. I, and it's like I definitely yeah. specifically. I want to ask you in a sec your first impressions, but just while you got me thinking of it, it's like I specifically thought of the part the first time when he when they have to fight to the death. Um, I because I've seen this before and I remember in my head like. Spartacus is especially in this era that's like the macho the macho man like he's the the head honcho he's you know he's Spartacus he's the fucking leader so of course he you know I never in a never crossed my mind that he would lose that battle and so he did right. and he lost it but then the other guy just showed, yep. didn't kill him because it's like they're both slaves and they don't want to kill each other um well, dude, I was pretty, scene, I was pretty happens, surprised by that. I was subverted by that because I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Spartacus yeah. literally is at this guy's whim, like, making him right. look weak, which I think is interesting. Is it, it is an interesting dynamic for this character that's supposed to be, like, this infallible leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, and which that, he, it shows that he's not. 
Well, he's, and it he's shows a person. The like, the meta of that is the movie. It talks about, you know, Rome wants to like destroy the myth of Spartacus. Hey, Rome. They don't. They're like they don't care about the man who the man is. Yeah. You know, until later, then you know, Crassus well, like he just gets actually he's kind of personal personal kind grudge, of pretty much. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But he knew the like overarching political like movement and like you know the the unease it could cause for Rome just having somebody who took on the Roman army even though they lost and that's what that's what's great too is even like he's like I'm not doing this like that everyone's everyone was like really dynamic in this movie and Crassus was like I'm not doing this you know because everyone's talking about how it's like they're you know kissing his butt and they're like oh you're gonna have a glorious victory and he's like I'm not doing this for glory you know and he's like yeah Empire thrive and when right, there's when right, there's people right. that start thinking, you know, this type of dissent is uh poisonous to power, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well and it's cool because he he's like he he wants to be a dictator and like they're like everyone knows it and he's like, No, well, I just I want to change, not be a dictator. That's, like, that's how all like, dictators fucking start. I um, know, exactly. So yeah. this, this was all before. Yeah. This was your first this, time seeing it, right? This is my first time. But I knew, I knew, so it's funny, I've seen that scene, Yeah. but I didn't know, so I saw that scene because I knew that he survived, like, in, you know, I, I, of course you know he survives because it's the beginning of the movie, but I also knew it because I've seen it, and it's for the fact that, like, that was, um, a lot of that was influenced for Gladiator, the movie that came out later, yeah. and I remember there was, like, press release and stuff around when Gladiator came out talking about that scene you and can it, like, definitely play. see the right or the parallels the, are like parallels are just for sure i mean obviously there's just not yeah. that many gladiator movies um true unfortunately but yeah but it's anyways the scene before that when they're sitting and they're what they're they're like listening and watching the other two uh group fight and they're in there and all it, it's just like all it is it's just i you know just facial expressions back and forth and like you can totally like you you can read what their their emotions what they mean and like what they want to accomplish with each other you know and it's like it's that like I'm sorry that I have to kill you but I'm gonna fight you you know to mm-hmm. the death I'm gonna fight you, as, you know, I like that they can, they didn't then, say anything because it's like you know yeah, a lesser it was a lot more powerful yeah uh, I feel like back then it's like I do feel like this movie has a lot of those moments but not a maybe not enough no. for me yeah. It, it, it still shows but, its age, but it, but for it, sure. But it, like, it respects its audience in a way to know that it's, like, it doesn't have to spell it out. You can just let these actors act in this moment of just, like, feel the tension of them about to fight to the death. And what they want to say, and, like, they're, you know, they're vulnerable and, like, you know, part of them are, like, kind of friends in a way. Or at least, yeah. or at least you know. Well, the camaraderie uh, is, Yeah, they're at least, is, like, comrades, yeah, you know. There. Yeah. So, um, what, so what was your first, did you... Uh, I'm sure you didn't get through it all in one watch, huh? Like, no, well, I almost, I, I would have. I just, I split just it up. Timed. Thank God I had it in an yeah. uh, intermission. Well, that's yeah. I got that to the perfect. intermission, and uh, yeah, there was like, there's what, like an hour forty minutes left after the intermission, yeah. intermission. And so I watched another like forty five minutes, and so I had like an hour left after. Okay. But it was like it was already it was already encroaching my bedtime. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I'm just like I was like I could hang in there because I was. I was actually pretty intrigued. I, I liked watching it, and I so I was I was mad at Victoria. She was watching it kind of with me passively on the couch, and she kept like so she would hear she would hear a lot of the like, you know, toxic masculinity and machoism and and everything that's like everything that's like blatantly apparent with 
the dynamic of the time period and the present time being the 60s and then now continuously forever and always <laughs> something that we need to work on but, it's, but it is interesting seeing it, it like, through that lens though of like yeah it's, but it, it's a period would... piece of this time right and then but, all, but also made of the t- of this other time <laughs> of, yeah exactly so there are some things like you know things with the the relationship dynamics but uh i was really mad because she wouldn't pay attention to like actually some of the like some of the the chess chess moves that they would do the whole time i was watching it i'm like this is like an episode of game of thrones like it's yeah. straight up I, like the whole time she critiqued it i was like it's like wait you're kind of missing the part that you liked about game of thrones where it's just like they're talking about the the like pieces that have to move and like um the one that the like the larger guy i do not know his name that, i'm so bad he was getting all the names garat he Garachas or something he was my favorite character Garachas. probably because he's right, such a right, he's right. such a skis ball he's such a like a two-faced yeah. like in it for his own needs like well, and the, I love, the slaver I love, yeah, can, the slaver that trains the, that owns the oh, gladiator school no no no. Is that you're he's, about? no that's that's no no he's amazing so oh, i was gonna that's say who I'm in, in my notes in my notes i went the sweetest slaver that ever existed no. <laughs> like yeah like i love how he like he and he's he's great too he's a dynamic character because it's like he treats he treats his slaves well for profit it's clearly because it's in his and he, best and interest bare minimum yeah yeah right but also it's, like, it's clearly bare minimum and he's like it's not I don't trust him two seconds because he's got his no. own interest like spoiler at the end of the movie when he's leaving with spark his wife and son you're like, oh, he like is saving them, so he's redeem- yeah, redeeming, like redeeming himself. But I'm like, dude, yeah. the second, the second he's uh-huh. out of the city and an opportunity comes and someone's like, I'll buy them for a high price, he will sell them in an instant. Like he, would. he's a fucking scumbag. You know but, uh, right. but, but, but at least, at least there's like he's interesting. He's an interesting character. And, and like, it, yeah, he's way interesting. And it and it ends, it does end like, it's like uh, what is that bittersweet? Like it's so great. And and you know, like at least it's hopeful. At least like. He's the best person to take her out because even though if he sells her, at least maybe they'll get out of the city limits. Like maybe they'll get far enough away. And she's like, she was like, Verena, Verenia is like really capable. So I imagine she'd be okay. But when I, when I made that joke about yeah. Christianity earlier, I didn't even fully realize that like he Spartacus dies from getting crucified. <laughs> crucified, right, right, right. So I think it, spoiler I think maybe maybe well because then Christianity clearly didn't for this like seventy year old movie. Cru- yeah, crucif- crucifixion. I know. Yeah, whenever this no. we, we we don't press it. We don't preface it's enough. It's interesting. It's like this podcast is a spoiler podcast. So uh, no, we preface it plenty. Get, but get over it. But yeah, we're we're literally <laughs> reviewing, discussing. We're just discussing a movie. We're not trying to get yeah. you to. We're trying to get you to watch it if you haven't seen it. But uh, <laughs> by then you're you got to be fine with spoilers. <laughs> right, right, right. And this is yeah, we, we're. It's like a, a podcast that in, involves people, so we like to yeah. we like to talk about seventy two you know, episodes in, and we we're finally figuring out what kind of podcast we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you sure we could be a medical podcast? I, I do <laughs> whatever, think that's what, the next step. Other one. But speaking of uh, medical, that guy's arm gets cut off. That's pretty dope. dude. I was gonna bring that up because it's probably like that. the best. Because I was like, the whole time I was watching it, maybe it's just because I'm a fucking disgusting, grubby, desensitized man. I was just like. Oh yeah, give me the give me the gladiator violence, you know. Yeah, well, dude, and, it's, and, it's, and it was pretty violent. It's got, it's got its moments for sure, and it's like you know I love that bright red '60s blood, um, no. and but like they had some pretty good stabby moments. But yeah, dude, when he just there's that quick cut of them hacking that dude's arm off. I was like, yeah, and I know and for then, a fact that 
there was shrieks in the theater in 1960 when this released. Because oh, that's, that's, like, pretty graphic for the era. <laughs> it got, dude, it got me, man. It, it like, did, throws it at you. It, does, it like, it's, like, it's, it yeah. kind of cuts, just like, it cuts, like, it does that, like, that L cut where it's, like, behind a human body, and then the, the person steps out of the way, yeah. and it, like, he, cuts into like, it. cleaves and it. And it's, like, yeah, dude, it, like, it got me. But, uh, do you know what's dope about that? The, the, so this movie had, um, a lot of controversy, and I'm sure you probably know some of it. But for everybody out there, this film was not Stanley Kubrick's um, idea or invention. When Stanley Kubrick was still in his like infancy, because this is technically like his third movie, I believe. I think he did he did Paths of Glory before yeah, this. Yeah, and then the, the, the killing. killing. Paths of Paths of Glory. I think he did another movie before, but that was, was like a TV movie. Yeah, he was. Anyways. He was just like kind of popping up, and they're like, okay, this guy's right. Kind of knows called him like too. a. He was still a director for hire. Yeah. So he wasn't, he wasn't like the a, auteur you know, contracted that he mm-hmm. came known as. Uh, you know, a couple films later. Right. right exactly. I mean? So even with like Lolita that he does after this, and like those are still like those are still movies that like he he wasn't fully because that's his whole thing is he's like a control freak so he like loves to be in control of everything. Yeah, it's and not uh, even until like Doctor Strange Love. Uh, where uh, it really uh, kicks off, and then like if you want to really get into it, it's like he was pretty restrained in Doctor Strangelove, but then he, then he's off the wagon as soon as he hits, uh, you know, uh, Clockwork Orange, and then the rest yeah, is exactly. the rest is for, goes from there. Yeah, and that and that's what's like uh, kind of interesting to see this movie because it doesn't feel like a Kubrick film per se, no. um, but it definitely has like. Well, it, it shows his it shows his amazing. skill early on, like his confidence right. as a director, to like, to just not overdo it, to kind of trust in like letting shots kind of land, especially, and again, people were much more patient of longer movies back then, but also letting things kind of like have the time to play out, to have the time to develop, like he has. The for being like a young director too, it's like he has that confidence that it's just like. You know that's because it's got the pacing. Though I though I think you could cut forty five minutes out of this movie. I think yeah, I think you could have. Um, you could have made this movie a cool two forty, and it would be just fine. Yeah, no, I I definitely feel like that. But I feel like there are, there are some times like there's a there's a few times where it's a little repetitive on their travel. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of times where it's like really effective. You know, goes through and it's just like like whenever they're walking through a camp and it shows those those families. That like throughout the years you see them grow. Yeah. It's like the same set of people yeah. throughout the throughout the yeah, camp. Yeah, I thought that and, was cool. You know, when he when he starts collecting his, because uh, like Spartacus, he starts liberating other slaved, you know, communities and towns and whatever. He's like he's building up his army, and uh, you see like the same characters. So that impact is there when later in the final battle they're like they're dead and you're going yeah. through and you're seeing their corpse and it's like I like it really like got me yeah, I like great. that like he's liberating all these towns like not to like he's not trying to overthrow the government he's just trying to like get everyone back home yeah. like we're just gonna hire a boat all well, this dude, we're gonna hire a like, fleet and we're gonna cross the seas and we're gonna go be free like, with the back where we came from it's like what Daenerys did in Game of Thrones I don't know we, yeah. we're starting to rewatch Game of Thrones too so I kind of had that on my mind are you but I'm it's sorry. like yeah, I know, I know. I really, it's not my. Not my I uh, like Game of Thrones, but not it's my destroyed. Property, but it's ruined for me. It is. No, no. It's that's what I said. I was like, we'll start from four and end at seven. But anyways, um, 
we're starting to watch it and so like kind of Daenerys has got that that style yeah. where it's like liberating because it's like that's he came from that and he doesn't like he just to see it makes him frustrated like I love when like the the pirate comes in and he's like the he's like the messenger between the the pirate fleet on the coast mm. and like he when he shows up with his slaves they're like have them like you know t- like strip them down and put them in civilian clothes and they're they're no longer slaves they came into our camp and those you know the people that his, his foot soldiers or whatever you know is like uh whatever <laughs> chauffeurs yeah were like given their freedom and i was like oh, that's so cool it's like really fun to see in a movie that I like that it I like with uh, when he when he realizes they're screwed and he's just like they got screwed out of the the deal raising 50 million cersetis or whatever yeah and the guy's like sorry the Roman the Roman Empire came and like fucked you over over it and he just like just casually like he's pissed but he just is like no you need to leave just dismisses the guy yeah. and is like I need to just focus on what to do what's best for me and my people uh, as he starts war planning, it's like, how do we get, not get the full brunt of this army, the least, and be able to make the biggest impact? And then, of course, they're all well, killed. But they, but they do a good stand. Yeah. Like, that battle sequence is pretty good. Yeah, the battle sequence is cool. What I, wa- I wanted to get back to that uh, the scene where he gets his arm cut off. That is added in. So this, this film... Oh, really? Um, by the censor board, they, they cut out that scene, which is funny now, like, the context of what we have nowadays... But that, like, that super, like, like bisexual, like, you know, uh, innuendo or kind of the, like, what is when that? he's like, in the bathhouse oh or God. whatever? Sub, the subtext. Yeah, the subtext. Because didn't he say clams and snails? Like, you said that earlier. Well, he says oysters. Oh, oysters. Yeah, so so he goes, he goes, would you prefer oysters? You like their taste? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and snails, too? You would eat those? And he's like, yes. And he's like, ah, oh, but both are so decadent. And why would you want to choose? Yeah. And he's like, it, it's like. The, it goes really deep, and I remember like every, all the words they were saying, and like the the context of like the guy the guy they used that actor is like a fucking pretty boy, and like he's and he's very vulnerable. He's like washing him, you know, yeah. and it's like his servant, and he's like re, he's really tender with him, and uh, it just was great. It's such a great scene, and I'm like, oh man, that's so wild. How like that's like that's intense for that time I, period. I wish there was, and then yeah, I wish there was cut. more of that. Oh, it really did. It got cut. It, so it got it got cut for the theatrical and then release in the '60s. And that, and the arm cut, and the scene where he gets stabbed, and he's in the like when they the first time they rush the gadi- uh, gladiator arena where they're trained, uh-huh. the first time they they rush it, he stabs a guy, and he's like bleeding out in the pool. Yeah, and I was like, like pretty those, bloody. It's like funny because I remember scenes, thinking that was pretty bloody. Yeah, it was really bloody, and I was like, I was like, God, this is like really bloody for the time period, and yet, I mean, even you know, just it's straight up like. Amazing! It was great. The blood's awesome. That sucks. So that like, that sucks. They cut the arm chop because I know for, I I can imagine it. Yeah. I literally was so like that, in theaters in 1960. In theaters, that they would have gasped, they, but that it, it someone wasn't would have fainted. Too someone would have fainted for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sad because it was like 90. It was like 1991 or something when they remastered. Ah, it's too bad. Released it with that, but that dude, it would have like, I know it would have like freaked people out, and it just it, it but it was still like the it's. It's violent without those scenes. It is. It is. Then, it is pretty intense yeah. without it. You know what I mean? And it's pretty like doesn't follow like the traditional. Uh, since it's supposedly based on a true story and everything, it's like somewhat like quote unquote biographical. It doesn't follow like your traditional like uh, story arc and like character arc of like you know everything you think is gonna happen for this character and growth. It's like there's a lot of 
people losing where you think they would win, you know, and it's like the struggle. And I think that was kind of unexpected for its time too a little bit, like especially for that era, you're getting a lot more movies that is just like have this perfect structure and this perfect outcome. Um, it's like it wasn't until getting into the 60s. I mean, I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of other movies, but it's like getting in, oh, getting yeah. into well, the 60s actually, where you have yeah. more of the like, you know, complicated protagonists that are just like not black and white and there's like you know they have these losses instead of like these obvious triumphs to overcome like it's like up until this then it's like oh no you have a protagonist that needs to overcome the obstacle and but in this it's like no they have an obstacle and they don't overcome it because that's just how fucking it is right. and that in itself is like its own character development you know okay dude I loved I loved having uh like the it's like Rome. It's cool how it was like basically two storylines, and then the like the word of mouth you know came through, and it like it shook Rome. And I just loved all the like the back and forth between like the Roman um, like whatever house that had to like whatever the Senate. The Senate. You know, yeah. they're, they're talking about they're talking about how like are you are you frightened you know are you scared of him and he's like I'm you know I'm not frightened I'm like just because he took like six legions doesn't mean anything and it's yeah. like i don't know all the all the, like the political drama of it was i, I was surprised how much that was I, I think honestly probably i don't know if it's my favorite part maybe but the one of the best parts is like near the end crush nicious i don't forget i totally forget his name already but like the main yeah. antagonist guy he's doing his Restless, yeah. he's when he becomes into power he's doing his huge speech to the army and then it's like cuts back and forth between Spartacus doing the speech yeah. to his people and it's like you're seeing the faces of like these dirty peasants, ex-slaves, that are just like enraptured for like his cause versus like these obedient soldiers that are just right. like have to be. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. That it's just like the fiery and like the dual, like the duality between the two. Um, and then and then also that's shown when it goes to the battle. Like there's like the super organized troops of the legionnaires and all that. Uh, come into the battle, and it's like Spartacus's army is literally just like everyone just ru- rush them. They, yeah, just, just, rush a, yeah them. just a big group. Throw, throw, throw well, some fire like, at them and then rush them. I I think it's cool too. Without the um, like Spartacus is a really good like battle strategic uh, like strategist or whatever. He like uh, again he knew like oh they're they're gonna bring you know there'll be the the army from rome and then the ar- other army like from like the bottom of italy that's like coming around and so like when they get there to the battle and the battle's going and he like they're putting up a good fight against the the romans that come out and like the red red cloaks and everything and they're putting up a good fight and then that other army comes mm-hmm. to the side and it's like the oppressing force and you kind of just like you know they're going to lose it like comes down and like that defeats there but then that the scene that comes after, which is like the most iconic scene of this whole movie, everyone knows the term, I'm Spartacus. Yeah. It like fucking dude, I didn't realize how epic it is when that happens. Like how there's like a pretty large group and they're talking about like, you know, we'll spare your lives. Like you were like slaves you were before and slaves you will be, um, you know, but but you will keep your life if if we can we just need one man needs to be crucified. You know, and it's like Spartacus, and they all everyone stands up, and then Kurt Douglas cries, and it's like, 
really fucking dope. It's a really cool shot too. It's, that, like, it's great because he goes to stand and they like stand with him and everyone does. Uh, the, they stand with everyone. Does that I'm Spartacus? Standing. And then, dude. And then they fucking litter the world with their bodies. That's so brutal yeah. too. I'm like, this movie's got a lot of like brutality in it. I mean, I guess it's like, I guess God of the Wind was like it's the Roman Empire. That's got a that's got a large yeah. that's got a large death toll in it as a film, and it's like movies before it too. But still, I just I thought like I thought like man, it's got it had like a special like viciousness to it. Did you know? no, there's like crucified God, people as far as the eye could see. You know what I right. mean? Like just along the road, and it made him. And it's like, and it's cool, like for like the context. Which again for, is like, like they do that in like Game of Thrones too. So <laughs> you know. Well, right, right. I know, right, right. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, clearly, like George R. Yeah, he, he's a student of history for sure. History, yeah. clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyhow, it's like they have to walk. They're the last two, you know, that have to like march with it and watch everyone get crucified. Honestly, like, I I feel like that was, I got bummed by that because I remember this movie. So I've seen it once uh, back in the, that era of the my, yeah, the grounded that, era. That one, that one like four year span where you watched every movie ever made. I, I watched <laughs> so many fucking movies back then. I mean, I still feel like I watch a fair amount, but man, compared to back then, it was like I, that's all I did with my time. I, I agree. Yeah, there is. Yeah, like right, like S- sleep, high eat, school, jack like, off, and watch movies. Yeah, I, I was like, that's it. <laughs> um, sometimes multiple right, man, once a life, but uh, it's. <laughs> yeah. I remember it. I thought it ended on that I'm Spartacus scene. And then he's like, we're going to fucking crucify everyone. And then they crucify everyone. And then, because that pretty much is how it ends anyway. But then there's like, there's like a full 40 minutes. minutes. (laughs) There's like, maybe, maybe like 20 minutes. No, it's like, it's like 40 minutes. Like they have a full, because it's like the main two guys, Spartacus and his friend. They end up being the last two people. And then they have the fight to the death. And then the the survivor gets crucified and Spartacus. And, uh, but it still ends with them getting crucified. And then like. Spartacus's wife being like, "This is your son. He's free." Oh, dude. Um, that is. I mean, that's, and I thought that's, that's how it ended. I don't rough. remember those forty minutes because you honestly could cut those forty minutes out, and it'd be the same. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do feel like there was a lot of them. They, I, I appreciate it though because they do have that. It one does really have a nice good resolution between the two men um, about that. I just, I don't like giving the main crashes. I don't like giving him the satisfaction of uh, he probably knows who Spartacus is now. Well, no, no, dude. I think they did a fantastic job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like, I like, the I like the idea where it's like, okay, like yeah. they all just get crucified, and he goes, to, he goes to his grave, not knowing who Spartacus is, and being like, did I get him? Did I? But not? I mean, but te- but technically, he still doesn't he, know. He just. He convinces himself. He's like, I know in my heart, even I don't though it's know like, how he couldn't look there's no, at fucking Kirk Douglas's massive chin dimple and not be like, <laughs> I can never forget that face. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Kurt Dussel, uh, Kurt Dussel, yeah, <laughs> Kurt, uh, Kurt Douglas looks like he looks like a big like a square block of marble. Dude, like his face I, is like his face literally <laughs> has like planes. Like it, it does. is it is angular it's, as fuck. It, it I, boggles yeah, my mind because. I'm watching this movie and I'm like, this movie came out in 1960. Kirk Douglas died like two years ago. Um, and tw- oh, is that wild, dude? He, he died at 103. Oh, seriously? Holy shit. Yeah. I knew he was old because I was like watching this movie and I'm like, is he's his, like, is his he's son like, even alive? Is Michael Douglas even barely. alive? Barely. Michael Douglas right is old as shit too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'm watching this movie and I'm like, this came, this movie came out in 1960 and he is, he swear to God, he's like 50 years old. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah. Like he's just he's yeah. just this haggard, dimple chin man. <laughs> and I mean, I, but I think I think he's like the I think he's uh, the perfect like face for this. He's far like, too old. He's far know, too old. That he's a, like I just been being a slave, and then he's just like no that I. But I think it I think it works really well. It's got that like because that's dude that's something that we've talked about before in the past, and like I love I love like film history and watching like movies from like the twenties where people like like. Kirk Douglas comes from this era where they're not like there was no like glamour star like I mean there is you know in the 60s there are now and like the 50s really popularized that but it was like it was just kind of like stunt folk or people who like liked theater you know and then even then it was like people getting into film it was such a like new experience they're like I love the like the beauty standard was different <laughs> the, it was like, different Kurt Douglas like he fits even all the if you look at all the men like the one the one dude is it john gavin or maybe tony oh tony curtis tony curtis is like he's like the pretty boy he's like you know that the soft-faced like really like piercing eyes pretty boy and then kurt douglas is like he doesn't have that face but then when you look at him like in other movies and stuff he is a little more glamorous I just love the I love the beauty standards were so. Different I know, then. but they still had like these macho leading men because it was like Kirk Douglas and then like Charlton Heston or something. Like part of my brain thought Charlton Heston. Like remembering back, uh, I was like, oh yeah. yes, Charlton Heston is Spartacus, and then he's not. I feel like in an alternate reality he was. Well, dude, the whole time I kept I kept thinking this was Michael Douglas. I'm like, why didn't Michael Douglas redo this movie? Why doesn't he make this movie? They look. Dude, they look like then at first I was like, is Michael Douglas is this is Kurt Michael Douglas dad? doesn't doesn't have the fucking moon crater chin. He doesn't. Michael No he, he's got <laughs> no, a little something, but But he's got he's got the smile and like the forehead and everything. Oh yeah, it's knows, it's but. definitely they definitely look like Michael I like Michael Douglas, man. But I always think about him when I uh, yeah. the game is like his best movie, really. Right. Yeah, yeah. Pers- personally. Right. Personally. Uh, also also I wanted to mention uh, another fun fact that you might have known. So uh, earlier I was talking about how this movie has gone through, like went through a lot of like production issues and uh, the cinematographer for this, Russell Meddy, he got, he won the Academy Award, hmm. but it's, it's, he's so salty because he left production. So he, he only, they, they shot maybe 20% of this movie uh, with him, with Russell Meddy. And then when Kubrick came, Kubrick is like a control freak. He, he would, like, he would, like, just berate him constantly until Kubrick just physically shot the, shot the movie himself. Oh, really? And so, that makes sense, because so Kubrick he, was a photographer like, yeah. first. <laughs> right, exactly, and that's, yeah. And so he he took over cinematography, and it, like, Russell Meddy, Russell Meddy asked to be taken off the credits. He was like, I don't want to be part of this production, and so did Kubrick. Kubrick was like, fuck this, I don't want to be part of this production. And, uh... Which kind of like, all right, man, you're being a drama queen, but uh, I mean, he like, sort of is. He, Kubrick is a is a genius, I mean, but he's a he's, he's a but he but he's a he's a, he's a torture. <laughs> yeah, genius, he's, he's a kind he tortures other a doucher <laughs> kind of drama queen for sure, like control yeah. freak. Like he's got all those things. I know there there's some times where I'm like, so what's beautiful about this these kind of old school epics is like they used human beings. Every single person you see moving on set is a real and that's human always being. impressive. Like seeing and those huge massive dude, white shots. And they're like, there's like a, there's like over a thousand people in the shot. Like what the fuck? Like, yeah, like easy, easy, several. Know? Thousand. And so, 
Yeah, and you've got like you got everyone moving, but there's some there's some shots where they're like they're being nomadic and like I see people like falling and like there's like part where a guy is like carrying a kid and he like falls in the water with the kid and they're like flopping around in the water and I'm like I'm like I bet you Kubrick was just like roll keep rolling they're like the kid's coughing up water yeah, and he's he's seriously like, keep going. and like there's like Kurt, there's times where like Kurt Douglas is like getting his ass kicked and like I can see like people in like that just like. The foreground getting like really hurt, and I'm like, I know for a fact it, they, <laughs> they, that, like, that baby the that they buried actually died on set. <laughs> like, <laughs> wasn't that probably died? Yeah. Kubrick's like, use yeah. it. We're digging a grave. I know. You're yeah. the new parents right. now. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I mean, that 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 that, that seems cool, but that, that that's all kind of another part of like. There's a lot of there is a that, lot of travel. A, that, that's that a good moment to a small it. moment that but, shows without telling the human toll of. Like this, this journey too. That is just like you know they're growing, they're kind of building a community. There's good, they're training, there's laughs, but there's also loss. You know what I mean? Um, which it does feel like someone wrote a paragraph of like, and then they had a, a, a journey. There was laughs, and there was also loss. And then they're like, okay, yeah. let's let's film that, <laughs> and let's just have it yeah. be twenty five minutes unnecessarily. Right. Um, <laughs> just to, just to show. Well, they literally they literally go from they go from baby grave to to like and i think you know to show the like time period because it's like to show the a or uh timeline to see years pass but it's like baby grave to like fun barbecue yeah. they're like everyone's like just, you know they're like kids are like goofing around the barbecue just want a meme now or something of just kubrick just being an asshole on set just like when they're spraying that kid with the goat milk they're just like get him <laughs> again milk. spray him in the face yeah <laughs> like, no, no they're like they're like Kubrick, this this child's allergic to goat milk, and he's like, spray him get more, him. <laughs> get him in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, and it's like there's the no, like there's no like, and the old lady's like, <laughs> there's no, it's blasted. Right, there's no rules or regulations. Oh, that, no. Like that kid doesn't need. So like nowadays, it's like you have to have like two kids, and they only work for like 15 minutes, and it's like the kid has to like have a tutor. No, on they set, probably chained like him to coach. the ground, and he's and, an actual <laughs> yeah. orphan that they, they just bought. Like, yeah. No, right. It's he's just he's just a studio kid. Yeah. He just lives on the lot and they just, just they feed him. Crate. He feeds. He gets eats off crafty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God bless him. Just roams. Yeah, roams the studios. Um, but, but all this movie, I think we've been talking pretty positive about this movie, and I do yeah. enjoy it I mean, yeah. overall. Uh, but I feel like it's just short of hitting that. Like I, I, I wrote in my letterbox review that somehow it feels kind of soulless to me. Um, okay. And I don't know if that's totally fair. Like, I feel kind of bad because it's like there is a lot of heart, and I think there's a lot of interesting political. Explain, explain I'm yourself. Trying. Though. I'm trying. Why, why would you say it, that? No, I, and I, I, I totally, I see what you mean. I think there is something about narratives in like in older films where maybe we have we have history to like fill in the gaps now, and so like storytelling now is so much more dynamic. Yeah. And, like, the ability to, like, tell, like, a more nuanced story, I guess you know, the whole time, um, is stronger now. I think that it was just, like, even though there is a lot of back and forth, I do think Spartacus as a character is is fine. I think Kirk Douglas is, like, okay. I do think that his angle is, you know, I like them breaking out, uh, him in the gladiator school, them breaking out. I do think that, like, the most interesting stuff came from, like, the political intrigue between the Romans and, like, his rise of trying to, like, do, like, the sh- like you said, like, the shifts in power to try and rise to the thing of power and then the sniveling 
fucking uh, slaver guy. But it's like so many things in this movie kept, I feel like kept it from being like, I kept thinking about, and this is kind of jumping ahead, but if you liked this, watch this. I kept thinking about two other movies that I thought did a similar thing, but did it like just way better, like way more impactful. And obviously the first one comes to mind is Lawrence of Arabia, which we watched not long ago. Um, and I feel like that movie had a way more emotional core or at least like a more, um, you know, morally complex protagonist for, especially for the era that made the struggle. Cause it's like, it made the struggle more intimate. So it's like in Lawrence of Arabia, it's like Lawrence's struggle combined with this, this huge geopolitical war, these powers of these factions. But in this, it's like Spartacus is a symbol for the entire movement. And he feels like that. Like he feels like he does feel like a man, sort of. Yeah. But he mostly feels like the idea of a man that is supposed to be like this leader to this movement. Like obviously there are human moments like we talked about. And him earlier being like, I'm not an animal. I don't have sex just because you tell me to. And then, right. then he and then he falls that, in love yeah. with her and everything anyway. Um, yeah. But it's like, it doesn't well, but have... But it's consent. There's, for there's, sure. There's, there's as much as much consent as you can have in Yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. Something like Lawrence of Arabia, I feel like, was just way more of a complicated movie. Maybe, but also, thinking about War and Peace, yeah. and that movie seemed shorter. <laughs> I, I know. I wanted to bring up War and Peace kind of maybe later. But it's like... War, War and Peace. War and Peace is like on a completely different War, level. War and so, Peace is well. One day, one day out there in the world, we'll do our bonus episode. Um, but I don't know though. I might. I'd have to rewatch have to watch it. it again. Honestly, I mean, I, I feel honestly, like I could skip one I of would, the sections of War and Peace and still be okay. <laughs> yeah, it, the section yeah, right, I forget her name, but that watch, one section with the gal. Like, there's like there's like a good hour and a half of War and Peace that it's like. It's important, but so so you can watch. So you want to watch six and a half hours <laughs> yeah. of a movie that, or I guess no, I guess it would be five and a half hours. But uh, anyways, it's like um, War and Peace. I think I think with Lawrence of Arabia, I understand what you're saying and I agree like wholeheartedly. But I think it's because they focused. It's like in Spartacus, like you said, the idea of a man it's greater, and so it's kind of like they focus on him and who he is in his life, but they play him so subtle he doesn't really like he doesn't really like talk with people you don't you don't see him like actually humanizing I just, himself maybe I just... and and they they focus on a lot of different people in this movie compared to i think in lawrence arabia there's like there's like it's pretty cut it's like it's pretty much just, focused pretty on like focused lawrence, on lawrence yeah like he like the myth that he creates and stuff and it's like the relationships that he has you know, there's a vast there's a vast amount of people in that movie, and you get to know a lot of people, but there it's mainly through conversation. Where in Spartacus, you get to know people by kind of like through their actions and like who they you know you you get like intimate moments with each character that's in true. this movie, which maybe kind of divides your attention. I think I, maybe that's where you're yeah, seeing. It. I I could see I could quite see possibly it does it does definitely awesome. seem like, and I I just think that Kirk Douglas's performance was though at its moments was not as like you know, complex and nuanced as Peter O'Toole's and Lawrence of Arabia. And so, but it's, yeah. it's hard to compare a movie to Lawrence of Arabia. Cause I think Lawrence of Arabia is a masterpiece. Um, 
I, I really, really liked it. And it's it's sat with me better with time. I'm, it, it's, I, yeah, it's aging. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Same here. I, I remember Lawrence Larabia. Like, this Spartacus, I'll probably, like, I'll probably remember a few of the main points. This, I'll remember you know, every time I watch, ones, like, like, a movie that's set in, like, this Roman area era. Because it's, like, the set dressing uh-huh. was really cool. Well, it makes me want to watch Gladiator same. again. Because Gladiator is a movie where I'm like, that, that, I remember watching Gladiator in, like, didn't that come out in, like, 2000 yeah, or 2000. something? Anyways, like, 20 yeah. years ago. And so it's, like, I remember watching it in yeah. theaters and being, like, being like, wow, this is, like, super I, interesting. I rewatched so Gladiator. I don't, I don't know how it'll I, be now. I watched Gladiator, like, five, six years ago, and I remember being like, yeah, this is all right. But I want to I right. watch it again, I, yeah. too, because it's, it's got a lot of really cool moments, too, and Joaquin Phoenix obviously crushes it. Um, well, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Oh, you know what movie it made me want to watch? Is uh, Hail Caesar by the Coen Brothers. Oh, see, I haven't, I haven't seen oh, really? that yet, and I, I really I want to, Dude. though. Because it's supposed to be like they're making a, they're making they're a making, period piece, right? But it they're takes making pla- this movie. But doesn't movie. it take place? Is it, oh, is it legitimately no, they're making but it, Spartacus? but it pretty much, then, it pretty oh, much oh, is, oh. though. It, yeah, and so I see. But it's supposed to be, it's a period piece set in the 60s. With a dude making a movie about a movie, about right? the Roman like Empire, kind of, it's a Roman movie. The Roman Empire, yeah. and so that's cool. It's like I like to imagine that's what's like it. So. It's like the communists and in the sixties, it's like a, the communists yeah. in Hollywood and stuff. Uh, the movie's pretty fun, but that that's what it reminded me of the whole time, where it's just like, oh, uh, Kirk. I want to say Kirk. 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 Mike, I know. I Michael keep, Kirk I Douglas. Keep, <laughs> I know. I keep watching. He, he's I'm like, like uh, Sean Connery's character in that movie, where he just kind of shows up to set. Is the vibe? As like, I kept thinking about it. Like, but he's like the dumber version of it in uh, Hell Caesar. You watch Hell Caesar. Come on, you oh, like yeah, Cohen, you like Coen Brothers more it, than me. This, I did. Oh, oh yeah, that's probably. True. Um, I kept. I kept. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I kept. Uh, uh, thinking of a lot. It's like a lot of times with that. Like you're talking about the war. The war, like, um, when they're talking to their, like, troops and it cuts between. And it's, like, it gave me, like, I'm, like, it's, like, Independence Day. Like, there's so many movies. I'm, like, this is a very, like, influential movie. I With, like, without just like, drawing from its context and its, like, its staging and its cinematography. It, like, definitely is iconic. But I can tell you one thing about this movie that I am, like, rarely do I watch a movie, especially, like, a studio American Hollywood, you know, film from the 60s and 50s, 60s is the music is so generic. So generic. Holy shit. They have uh, they have an orchestra sit in there. They go, this is the exciting part. Exciting orchestra music. This is the solemn part. Solemn, you know, orchestra music. This is the kind of silly romance part. <laughs> and it's just That's like, what? it's so, I wish this had like a more, I feel like the music would elevate this even more and 100%. probably because it's like Lawrence Arabia Lawrence Arabia had some dope oh yeah that like there are parts there are parts when they're walking through the mountain mountainscape and it's like there's like the throat singing yeah. going on and it's like the score in that is like really memorable and really beautiful and so I'm kind of like I, I agree with that I, the whole time I was watching this you know like, movie oh, I was thinking that, of that my, like we yeah. watched recently that's a 60s movie that had a pretty banging score that uh, was unique and pretty dynamic that I was like, man, that's what this movie needs. I was thinking about Planet of the Apes. Because, like, Planet of the Apes had, like, that really cool, like, uh, for a lot of the moments, like, the percussion, like, scary, intense uh, moments. Yeah, I think, 
I think that's what it is. They went old Hollywood with this, where it's like they it went like feels straight, like a divide. Strict yeah, it feels like an mm. orchestra. You know, they they weren't trying to they weren't trying to do music of the times because that's what like Planet of the Apes is like straight up like cool like like jazz music and shit that was coming out around then. And it's like they were like, no, let's let's slip that into this movie and kind of make it disjointed because there's times in Planet of the Apes that like the music's creepy. Yeah, and like it really does. It it's a lot more dynamic. Yeah. And, I know that that was that was pretty much my I, biggest gripe. I, I do this think that yeah, if this movie had the like a bit of, a little bit more of an engaging score, because uh, these days I'm noticing scores like I've always kind of noticed scores obviously, but like these days I'm noticing like but, if a if a score is generic, uh, it will fucking break it for me. Like I will be watching a movie yeah. and I'll be like, man, this sucks that the score is so basic. Like this right. scene, like quit Dude. telling me how to fill music. Yeah. Like so, yeah. in the most no. boring way possible. Like this is sad. Feel sad. I'm like, I don't need you to tell me to feel sad with your fucking violin. Okay. Like if you do it interesting and right, then sure. But whoops. <laughs> but it's always well, something. and that, and that's what like I think Kubrick later on in his life. So we what do you remember? What year and what month we did for Kubrick? So we've we out there, everybody out in the podcast world. We have did a whole month genre on Stanley Kubrick. We only did Kubrick. We watched only Kubrick movies. And so we watched a bunch of Kubrick films. And so it's actually, I'm like kind of happy to watch this one because I'm like, I want to kind of like get through his whole Same, yeah. Because I've almost watched Um, all of it. I've not seen Pads of Glory and I've not seen Lolita. And that's pretty much it. Because we did. Wait, wait, I thought we watched watched Lolita. Oh, did I? I just watched you it did. on my own then. I can't. I couldn't see that thing. I'm like, I got. I have to go look back. Right, at our no, we watched. Uh, God, I don't even remember for sure what we watched because we watched <sighs> the Killing. Yeah. We watched Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched Full Metal. Full Metal. Jacket. We watched Full Metal. That's what for else? sure. I don't even remember what else. No, no, it wasn't The Shining. No, it wasn't Eyes Wide Shut. Um, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Dude, no, I don't even know. Are you sure it wasn't? I've, I've never seen Lolita, so it couldn't have been. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> gonna okay, have to go back. I'm, and look. Dude, I'm almost. It was like, probably Doc. Like it was Doctor Strange. Love. It. it was oh, Doctor you're right. Strange oh my gosh, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're right. It was Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Love is. You're hundred right because we talked one about of my the water. Yeah. Of all time. I fucking love it. It's amazing. Yeah, that movie's oh, amazing. That and me. so it's like. Sorry, this is a random. Look what Pablo got me for my birthday. Is the script. Doctor Strange loved. <laughs> oh, so Levi Levi's holding up a printed out copy of Doctor Strange Love. Pablo gave that to you. That is a very sweet gesture. He's, he's, Pablo. A, he's a pretty good. Um, he does well. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. In my notes, all I have is not a fan of the music, <laughs> but a but a but a huge fan of them sets. Dude, them sets. Those. They were, those, they were good. <laughs> it was like those it was uh, the the sets were great. The costumes were great. It was a lot of fun with all the classic. Like it feels like a classic Roman movie, uh, like uh-huh. that you would expect. Right. And that's why I kept thinking of uh, Hell Caesar because it feels Hell, it feels Hell like Caesar, that. Yeah. But uh, man, those uh, those matte painting backgrounds for when they're in the exteriors, uh, in like yeah. on the traveling, like it's so obvious that it's a matte painting background. But it's beautiful it's, that I did, I didn't even care. It's I loved beautiful. it. <laughs> like, no, it looks and it looks the lighting's it looks done so good. well. Like when he finds Virilium or whatever again in the yeah. woods, that yeah. set is so rich and beautiful. And like the lighting in that is so good. Like I'm just like I'm like God, you this can movie, tell like, really, that the it, the it the background is like twenty feet behind her, like on a flat wall, kind of. Right. Right. But it's like it looks 
like a sweet renaissance painting or something like it looks it, really it good yeah um and well, i didn't mind it all there's definitely framing <laughs> yeah there then there was some sick ass dude some of the cuts that he would do so he would pan between scenes and it would be like there's like oh my god the one part so it's like when you first meet spartacus he's chained do you want to look for the you should look for um some yeah i'm pulling that up but uh spartacus is like chained to the rock when they first meet him and i love how like the slavers like look at it let me look at his teeth you know and they're like oh look at his his muscular structure is great but anyway like spartacus he's, he's uh, just, like, across. just like biting the guy and there's spartacus <laughs> yeah yeah i love that you know what they what they say they said like he just he just veined somebody or god oh what was the term that he used he yeah, just what was uh it? it was good <laughs> oh crap it was a great it was a yeah a great term for like biting some dude's achilles tendon ripping it out but oh damn it but uh then there's a scene where they're cutting through all the like corpses and everything and the one of the like roman staffs that has a that has like it has a fist on the top and like chain it's like laying on the rocks they come through and it's like laying and it looks similar to like sprawled out like when he was laying there and i don't know if that was super intentional but that was like totally the like subtext i took from it's interesting who's who's the slave now well kind of right right, right, roman empire um uh, i love it uh, and I love, dude, the one part when they're in they're in the tents and you see all the cavalry and everything behind them. And it's that like it's like green screen projected green screen or whatever like that. Just that film technology is so cool. I love that. I love that you can see it now, but it's not it's not jarring. It doesn't. No, take it it's out. not dated I mean, in the know, way we talked about like, this a little bit on Star Wars no. where oh, it's yeah. it's it's these you know that these practical ways that they use to make these like you know yeah. that they're not real but since they're actual physical things most of the time it's it's part of it, the theater yeah exactly like, it's like it fits tonally yeah. with the movie then the dated cg like we were talking about ruined star wars um essentially right. ruined the whole fucking movie uh, but yeah it's uh i don't know it's like it's charming and it works really well in the like the aesthetic it doesn't stand out, and it does. It does feel very theater, uh, which I really yeah. appreciated. So, I got a couple of Reddits. So, yeah, good one. robot, eight sixty eight says, um, "Okay, so I'm Spartacus." To which Josh <laughs> Joshilo says, "I'm Spartacus." I'm uh, Spartacus. And then Significant Mud nine twelve says, "I am Spartacus." Leave72 says, I am Spartacus. So that's the Reddits for you. <laughs> that's, oh, those yeah. are all the Reddits? Okay, that's actually beautiful. That's amazing. That's that's all the Reddits yeah. should be for yeah. Spartacus. Is, uh, yeah, like a, solidarity, Spartan, baby. So. It is. Yeah. Um, so give yeah, me, great. I am curious. I've been I've been waiting with bated breath this whole time for, for money. Oh, for I know, money. yeah. You, you want to know how... How fat I do. I, I'm curious because this is one of those movies, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Let me pull up, and then when you do that, I'll pull up Travis. Did Travis leave a thing? Yeah, Travis left one here. Let me see if I can find it. It's being all weird on that one. Just guess. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there we go. There we go. No, no, no. I just had to make sure it was being so. I just I get them from like either Box Office Mojo or like. No, and every time or, we go back uh, to like, there's after I, a certain era, is, it's hard to calculate because it's like they suck at taking records like that. 
It's like, and money yeah. comes from all these different places, plus inflation, blah, 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 you know. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, the one the one that I have, um, it was $12 million for production, which is like, pretty it's, low. It's pretty low, but it's still, you know, significant like, for the 60s. But yeah, but for but, a big uh, epic like this, I would have thought closer to like forty million or something. Because what six, uh, twelve million in today is what, probably close to fifty million, maybe more. Right. Yeah. Let's see. But in that, and then in that case, it it was twelve million, and it grossed sixty nice. million. So definitely, you know, it had its it had its turnover. Cause see, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Planet of the Apes, that was that that was five point eight million. In the box office thirty two, so it's like, oof, yeah, you're playing, you're playing. Damn, no games, inflation. Right? I'm way off, dude. So just so I don't. Oh. Uh, so twelve million dollars, according to this website, anyway, the inflation. So twelve million dollars in nineteen sixties equivalent purchasing power to one hundred and eighteen million dollars now. Oh, which means you. so essentially. Hundred million dollar movie, yeah. but a sixty million dollar movie—that's like fucking, it's like almost a billion dollars, bud. Anyway, I, this is a math podcast now, which well, holy shit, n- never—I'm <laughs> never allowed to do a math podcast. I'm so so <laughs> we terrible. Were, yeah, dude. Oh my god, we actually—that would be a good bonus episode. No, we need it. to do. We need to do a podcast. <laughs> we need to do a podcast on everything. Shit. So we'll do like we'll do our like political podcast. We'll do our math podcast. Well, I'll do our like health and nutrition podcast, our racial our ma- podcast, Dude, yeah. all those. Can we please those, do a racial podcast? That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the all the good things that people want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> our math podcast would be like five well, minutes long. I'd be like, okay, that's all the math I know. Oh, I could break I could break a twenty oh, yeah. in a couple different ways, and that's about it. Pra- <laughs> Pragatham Pragatham's theorem, dude. I could give Excuse you that right me? now. All right, all right, but <laughs> all right, okay, okay, but, but we're all drunk on the sauce. Yeah, yeah. All right. Pregnums. I got, I got, I got, uh, can I, I got can Travis's I for, voicemail here, from, okay, bud? Please, God, let uh, me hear from I'm Travis. I'm going to play it, and hopefully you can hear it. But it looks like you've already opened it, so. Hopefully you know it. I know. I read the shitty yeah. transcript, so hopefully, hopefully I can hear it. Hey, guys. I know you're both fans of long movies, and I think this is possibly the longest movie I've ever watched. But I have to admit, it took me three sittings to complete it. After fin- finishing Spartacus, I feel better for doing so, as if I've accomplished something. I'd like to point out the iconic scene when Spartacus and what was left of his army were captured. Crassus offers everyone to go back to a life of slavery if Spartacus is identified. That's when one by one they say, I am Spartacus. To me, this scene is so important and impactful that it should have been longer. I know that sounds funny based on the length of the film, but by doing this act of defiance, they were all crucified, which we see at the end was a brutal way to die. My question for you two is, during the movie, there was an intermission. I've seen this in theaters in different countries, which I assumed were to promote concession sales, but I've never seen it at home. Is this normal for longer movies of that era? Thanks. Thanks, Travis. 100%. Nice, 100%. Thank you. Intermissions no, used to be like I, a part of life. No, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't say intermissions were only. That's what. That's what's so funny is like, the three-hour movie. It it was kind of a yeah, standard. They, intermissions like, are like getting, a given you know, because all movies like people got to piss, man. You know, and it's like, and God, I wish right. intermissions were still a thing on any movie over two hours. Like, give me an intermission. Yeah. Man. 
Yeah. No, I 100% agree. But I think it's fun. Um, do you know who was, you know who popularized the hour and a half movie? The 90 minute son movie? Of a bitch, who? Uh, someone who has been in the film industry forever and has made movies over an hour and a half, clearly. But uh, Hitchcock was oh. always, Alfred Hitchcock always expressed that you should be able to tell a story. That's fair. I like, I like myself a tight 90 minute and, movie, too. You know what I mean? Right. And I was actually thinking that'd be a fun genre. Is do movies that are they, only ninety minutes or less? They have a whole section on Netflix <laughs> that's know? ninety minute movies. That's ni- ninety we minute should movies. Do that. Yeah, like that'd yeah, be kind of fun. We should do that. Yeah, because it's like we've been doing epics. We, you we, know, we did, we did like a full epic few, month. That's when ago. we watched uh, uh-huh. all of those. Yeah, all those movies. But but I feel like we I feel like we've been doing a lot of movies that are like two hour plus. And we're I we're going I agree. to continue with Travis next week's movie is probably for like three hours. I think. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, Lord of the Rings. Uh. So Travis, you don't feel don't feel bad for taking breaks. Yeah. I actually love watching like if it's like if it's two hours plus, I'll easily watch the first like first and second act or you know, I will watch like at least like get into the second act and stop and take a breather. You know, it, it helps for like retention and it really just it helps like I don't get like I don't begrudge a film I'm, for its length yeah, if I have to that's like, a, that's you know, the if I don't take I'm a break. I'm coming around on it because I used to be the exact opposite. I used to be like, if you can't watch it in one sitting, then it's gonna like ruin my life, and I'm not gonna want to finish it. Oh, like, and I, I still, See, you're an elitist I know, too at times. I am. You're a, I you're know, a film, I you're a film snob. Like, I need too. to fully, know. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna look at half a painting and then walk away and what? Look at the rest of the painting the next day. <laughs> this is art, sir. No, this oh is my, art. Oh my that's, god. That's that's how I used to I, think. Um, <laughs> I know. I get it. Yeah. I. Yeah, Still, to this day, I have a hard time stopping, like, an episode of a TV show. If it's under an hour, I'm going to watch the whole thing. I have to. If yeah. I stop if I stop an episode of a show, I'm going to get really irritated watching it in segments. However, especially long movies, I do think that having that room to breathe, especially with the intermission, like, I watched this movie in two parts during the intermission, and that was because it's, like, it's giving you permission to not, to know that, okay, this is a good scene. To where it's like this is an act change you know where it's like I hate I don't want to leave a movie where in the middle of a scene not knowing if the next scene is going to have so much context to the previous scene that it's like in the pacing like I feel like it could ruin the pacing so I get scared you know what I mean I don't want to like yeah. leave a movie when it's like they the one scene flows to the next so I don't know when to quit so I just watch the whole fucking thing and in intermission or there's something similar like a good uh, act break to a change to a different location, which old big movies usually have, gives me a good okay. This is a good stopping point. Uh, let me put a pin in it because I have a very every, and uh, I have a very busy life now. I'll come back to it and finish yeah. it tomorrow because I never used to think this way till I had a kid. Which I you know now I'm like I gotta watch an hour here, watch an hour there occasionally, especially because Mary yeah. doesn't want to watch fucking Spartacus with me. Go figure. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm, dude, coming, what, I'm coming. What around. film in? No, and I and I'm I'm proud of you, and that's and I think that's like I actually I totally like agree with what you're saying because there's there's times when you just have to pause and it kind of feels I can't feels like I cannot pause in the middle of a scene yeah though. like if I pause in oh the no, middle no, of a scene, no 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 my wife does no, it all the time like she'll no. turn something off like okay we're changing I'm like we're in the middle of a scene you need to at least no. finish the scene what the fuck at least yeah at least yeah at least cut to like a wide and then they're just saying <laughs> like yeah cut to black for a minute but uh I um. What film have you seen in theaters with an intermission? Because it's not popular now in our time period. It wasn't popular 
it died out yeah. in the 80s when they started when they started making just half an hour hour and a half i think you know, the only one like, i've seen with an intermission i think and i might even be tripping is uh hateful eight yeah 100 yep that's so hateful eight it had like a program and we went in and it was like dude it, that was a that was a fantastic experience and i'm then, jealous because like, you guys got seen 70 yeah yep we saw it on 70 and dude, this movie was shot on 70 spartacus and i'm like god i wish oh so seventy is like for, yeah. For anyone doesn't film. know what the fuck we're talking so about. For for anybody out there S- in the world, standards with movies used yeah, to be shot I on don't. film. So let me explain to you what this film thing yeah. is. Right? <laughs> yeah, what film? Yeah, what film does? But thirty five uh, millimeters yeah, be, so is just the standard. A larger, thirty yeah, thirty five standard for Cinema. like for like yeah. Hollywood Hollywood films. I prefer like studio films. Thirty five is it, and then seventy would be like. Your, that's your that's you, the you, uh, it's a larger frame. You get more the texture, IMAX equivalent more to the twentieth century. <laughs> yes, right, right, exactly. That's a good that's a good comparison. Yeah, it is essentially the film yeah. IMAX, and so and then and movie theaters had to be equipped to present seventy millimeter because it would took a whole different projector and a whole different yeah, aspect big, ratio. Big boy canisters. So, <laughs> right, right, big canisters. It was so, and it's like. You would see the the film like the screen is like bent or it's like concaved, and so it's like you have to like get the full scope, and uh, you don't get that on like a I'm just at home on my TV, and I could tell there's some shots where I'm like, oh, I would, that would love so love to see this movie on the big theaters. screen, but I know for a fact if they ever re-released yeah. it, it'd be in some shitty theater, like some shitty small theater because right. it's not Top Gun Maverick, so nobody gives a fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> But but yeah. but I would like seeing they should do like TMs Turner Classic Movies like you said, that's yeah. their bread and butter. They should do a run because they do classic movies all the time. I they show up at Cinemark. I saw Double Indemnity in theaters that way, amazing. Um, oh, cool. They should do a run on like epic movies. Like I would love to see all these big epic movies because yeah. uh, David said, um, shout out to David, go listen to the Cinema Ramble. He watched. Remember, he was talking a couple cinema rambles ago. He watched uh, War and Peace in theaters, and they had oh, yeah. a huge intermission. There was a That's whole right. dinner, uh, is what you're saying. They had yeah. a, and Travis, if you think this movie's long, which it is pretty long, right. this movie's three and a half hours long, but War and Peace is like right. seven fucking hours. <laughs> it's like seven. It's like seven hours and yeah. two minutes, like exact. And it's like it's worth it's it worth is, it though. It's, it's so good. It's a, it's it's an experience. It's like the it's. I mean, it's like it's so dumb. It's like the it's it's the epic. like the most epic. It's the most epic movie I've ever it seen is. in my life. But, I mean, of <laughs> you course know, it, like, is. It, it is. But yeah, but it's like that's just that's a whole different it's podcast. True. So oh, God. And anyhow, the way it Spartacus shot that movie, that movie's fantastic. <laughs> the movie is the movie it's is just it's very good. It's epic. And the fact that like I love that it would play. Well, some theaters some theaters would break it up. So that's a, that and that's what's cool too is like there was no there is no like complete standard for how films are presented in theaters. And I think with a movie like this um, we've kind of we we break away in Hollywood, really in the '40s is kind of when like, you know the the big like, cinema boom after the war and everything you know kind of everything. It's the quote unquote straight, golden age you know, though, yeah. boom again. Sure, yeah, and it's like that that changed the structure where people would go to a movie just for the movie itself. They would go and it, it, maybe not concessions, but maybe there'd be like cocktails at the in the bar before you'd go into the theater, and then you would go into the theater and people would be like quiet and the the, the wow. you know uh, sometimes an usher would come out and like present something and then the film would happen and then it would end and you would go home 
but it's like before that you would go see films and that would be that would be a, a like a large evening you would go and you'd get your tabloids so there you know before people like commonly had tvs you would go to a film and you would see newsreels playing before yeah. and they would play like they would play like quote unquote trailers which essentially are just like advertisements for you know uh, things happening right. in the neighborhood or but things happening. It was a, it was a fucking that, event, you know, man, for sure. That film. Yeah. Right. And and it's like you could go and you would literally it would just like they would play it would just play reel to reel back to back and so you'd like you could watch like all the information, watch the movie, and then they would like they would just keep playing another movie. And so you could kind of stay for as long as you wanted for like your dime or whatever, you know, you could get a lot mm. out of it. And so it made it really popular. Then we've yeah. There's been all right, throughout, but all it's really right. Cool that it's like such an experience. Yeah, I love it. A film. I love film. We uh, we love film here. That's why we talk about it at length every week. And a lot of times, we'll just yeah. we'll just talk over, about it even more <laughs> outside it. Yeah, we literally <laughs> talked for like 20 minutes before oh. this, mostly about movies. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about Star Wars. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we did. We got into the whole yeah that universe, but it's like. We definitely go over our hour, which yeah. we have now. And I, Travis, yes. thank you for calling in. It was lovely. I talked with Travis's mother uh, in the park the other day. We I went and visited him, and like she was there hanging out. And we um we got to talk about this, and it was it was cool because uh, I got to like not quiz her, uh, but basically she was trying to guess, and we were like we were breaking down what what mo- who directed this uh. movie Spartacus, and so it was kind of fun to have her like. She was trying to guess all the like the directors and who was who started oh, and stuff. She couldn't quite remember everything. And then we were telling her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, this is great." And she saw it in theaters, and I'm like, "God, dude, I need to I need to get set her up on the pod, yeah." Travis's mom, get her. So yeah, did you ever find out how old Travis is? Because Travis, I don't know if you remember last episode, he, he was born, he insinuated no, you're like know, 65. I <laughs> we, I know we did. Yeah. <laughs> sorry to sorry to uh, if that if that did offend you, Travis. I do I do apologize and please. Except my apologies, I would never want to insult you. But uh, he was born in '78, oh, okay. so like I think the year after yeah. Star Wars yeah. came out. That makes sense. Is what he said. So, so yeah. So it's like he wasn't. He wasn't quite. Apparently, he saw like the second or third Star Wars in theaters. But as as yeah, that makes sense. You know, it was like child, right. child. So, but yeah. So cool. anyway, so uh, so thanks for listening. This uh, check out all the stuff. Oh wait, you didn't. You didn't. We didn't clarify. What I'm next about week's to movie say. is it oh. is I mean unless so let's just say real quick so unless somehow so thank you first of all if anyone's listening to this if you're new welcome hope you enjoyed uh, if you're a return listener thanks for coming back we love you very much but uh, I, I just want to say how surprised and impressed we are by this week's poll because so previous the the biggest poll we'd had was like 300 something votes total. Um, and then what, and that was by far the biggest. Cause we usually get, we usually get like between a hundred and 200 maybe on average, which is, which oh, yeah. is how we've, we've gotten, gotten more 300, some 300, like 70 was our biggest, uh, yeah, up to that. So this one, we got 1,353 votes as of now, which is a fucking lot. Uh, so thank you. And, and so right now the top winner and I, I have a hard time seeing it getting passed is the, the first Lord of the Rings, the fellowship of the ring. With with 510 <laughs> votes, and then the runner-ups are the Spider-Man and Jurassic Park with the same amount of votes, 283, um, but which is also a lot, but they're behind by like 200, so I'd be surprised. 
by yeah. like 200. Yeah, I because I mean, and it's, I'm it's a like dumb idiot, the and I and the poll was, doesn't end till tomorrow again. <laughs> I know, don't worry, but you'll we'll we'll figure it out one day. It'll be like six years in the future. You'll be like, I finally figured it out it last week. I did it one hour days last week, but or like <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you, but uh, dude. I uh, we didn't even mention Lord of the Rings. I mean, I'm I like whatever. It's our podcast. We can go over. Uh, <laughs> it's it's an epic it's long like, movie. Lord of course, Rings it's like, an epic long podcast. It is. Yeah. Right. I mean, we talked we talked for like an hour twenty with Star Wars. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, but with Lord of with Lord of the Rings, that we didn't even mention that in Star Wars, like that essentially is like that's like a cultural shift of a movie that is that is hung on. Like people still. Well, they got that new show. They got that new show coming out soon. The Rings of Power or whatever. A new show coming out, and people are freaking out about it, which like, which is a good thing. It's like people, it's it's never been. I feel similarly similarly about Lord of the Rings as I do about Star Wars. Uh, Maybe it's just because I'm a negative Nelly, but I've come around a little bit on Star Wars, so I imagine I'll do. I I have a a better opinion overall of Lord of the Rings. I I think, but we have the same opinion, Jordan, where. We're sci-fi nerds, not fantasy nerds. So we were kind. Of, I, I back in the day was like, "This is fine," yeah. but you know, it's like put it in space. Right. <laughs> I, I appreciate. I know, like, to, yeah, to make make <laughs> yeah, but, uh, exactly. I pretty much, I pretty much respect Lord of the Rings more for the fact that it didn't fully it's, cast. It's cohesive. Grab, like, it was told. It didn't. I like that it was told all as one yeah. thing, because you can tell we're ranting right. now, but you could tell on the Star Wars sequels. That it's like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing in the first movie, you know. Darth Vader was never their dad when they wrote the first movie. They were never siblings. They just like added no. that shit after, which makes it weird and retconned and makes it yeah, makes so, it weird. So at least with Lord of the Rings, <laughs> any, it's any, all connected. They know they know the ending when they when they made the first one. Right. So uh, we're watching that. We're it's watching that next assume, week. Lord of so, the Rings. Come join us for Lord of the Rings. Those of you who listen to Spartacus and watch Spartacus, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Check out the Reddit. We love you. Um, we love the Patreon. All of our, all of our, yeah, our our patrons out there are amazing. Kylie, Thomas, Landon, you guys know you who you, you are. Moms. And then, if you would like to, yeah, well, moms always for life. Uh, if you'd like to participate, I, I have some new coworkers that I've been. I try not to. I don't really like to, you know, brag about <laughs> myself. But they they asked, and I was like, oh, I got a podcast, and I totally, you know. I get all yeah. giddy about it and like to talk film. And a lot of people there are, are interested in movies. And there's like, I have a coworker whose you know partner is into cinematography. So I'm like, oh shit, I gotta work with them. Can make a little project. But anyhow, beyond that, if any of you guys listen from the coffee shop, what's up? You guys are great. Uh, and if you'd like to call in and rant or tell us about the movie you watched or just tell us about your life, whatever you'd like, just call in. The phone number is 801-613-1501. You can call. You just leave a message. It goes straight to, like, a Google voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Tune in. Our next, we're going to record another podcast right after this, so tune into that race with Levi and Jordan. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's like yeah. foot races and like yeah. how fast we can What'd run. What do you think? What do you think it was? <laughs> what, yeah, what did you guys? Yeah, what did you? Okay, all right. Love you guys. Good, I gotta get out goodbye. of this room, bud. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>